discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. What a blessing. Kindly lift up your right hand towards heaven and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, magnificent Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to hear a word, to be blessed by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the ministry of your word and the ministry of your spirit that are present in this place. Thank you for this magnificent work that you have begun. We know that you have begun this good work and you perform it and bring it to a complete end. To your glory and to your praise. Thank you that hearts and our minds are engrafted in your word. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Wow. wow. What a blessing. It's amazing. It's amazing to see everybody. I am honored that you have honored me by coming on such short notice. I want you to know that you are blessed. And I want you to know that God has given you something very powerful. And what you believe will show forth in your life. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. You know, God does not do anything without men. Man is the plan of God. And man is the method of God. If you read your Bible, you never see any method. Um, five steps to starting a church. Three steps to getting a child. Twenty-five steps to getting employment. Have you ever seen anything like that in the Bible? There's never, you never have that. You have stories concerning men. Human beings. Abraham. Moses. Jacob. Isaac. Job, David, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You have stories concerning human beings. Is it not true? Because human beings are very important to God. So you are God's plan. And you are God's method for accomplishing what he desires here on earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So seeing you here brings me such joy. Because now God has um, some one to work with. Pastor Gideon came here alone and Pastor Maxwell joined and Adam and then all of you have come in and we are where we are now. You are God's plan. You are God's method. What God wants to do for this city is going to be through you. Yes. If you allow yourself, you'll be surprised at what God will do with you. Years ago, I was just one person somewhere. 
and God told me, start something. He said, just I was complaining. I was like, ah, what, what, what do you want me to do? I mean, there are so many churches. I like some nice churches around. I love them. I've always loved them, and I always want to be a part of them. God told me, no, I want you to start this. Can you imagine what would have happened if we had not started what we started? It's amazing. So, when God tells you to be somewhere, be there. Because that's what God... When God is talking to you, it's not thunder and lightning. You don't see some burning bush or anything like that. If you read in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 8, it was a man called Philip who was sent into the Ethiopian eunuch's life to share the word of God with him. And that started the church in Africa years ago. So, you are very important. Tell anybody you are very important. Yeah, very important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, um, I'm, I'm full of joy, full of excitement to be able to join you and to celebrate all the beautiful things that God is doing with you. When we're coming, I told him that, hey, the place is far, Papa. And you have human beings coming all the way to this place. It is the anointing that is working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this evening, I came all the way from Accra to come and share with you on something that I believe will help you. Okay. These meetings are not ordinary meetings. They are very important meetings. Someone preached and said, the supernatural happens on a natural and a normal day. Yes. There was a day Abraham was sitting in his house. When he looked up, he saw two men standing under a tree. But he recognized that those men were actually angels and God himself. And he invited them over. He didn't know that he was inviting God into his house. Can you imagine? So God will not show up with a red hat and a red belt with a red shoe for you to see that this is really something that is someone who is very different. No. God will show up you know, normal, on a normal day, but it's actually God who is talking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul told the Thessalonian church that you received me as you would receive the Lord Jesus Christ. The way you were shouting, I was just wondering, what will you do when you see Jesus himself? That was what I was asking myself. What will you do when you see Jesus? Maybe you will shout, or you will, your voice will just go off like that. Wow. So, I, I, was, I was wondering what to share with you that will really help you. It's not an ordinary I know it's very significant. So, um, as a preacher, you don't just come. You'd want to know exactly what God wants for, the, for his people. So, I've been asking God, what do you want for your people? What do you want for your people? Since I got to know I was supposed to come, I started asking, what do you want for your people? What do you want for your people? What do you want me to say to your people that will help them? And this is what I heard from God to tell you. Okay? Are you ready? Okay. I'm sharing with you on the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. is the beginning of a new phase for you. This heat marks the beginning of another phase for you. You know when you're going to write an exam, it's a very hot, you feel very hot, isn't it? Your brain becomes very hot. But when you finish writing the exam, you become, when you pass, you realize that, ah, you have been promoted, isn't it? Beautiful. So this marks the beginning of your promotion on another level altogether. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Pastor Gideon, Pastor Maxwell, and all the leaders, I think you are doing a marvelous work. It is too marvelous. It is too powerful. You have a vibrant church. You have a beautiful church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I'm coming to share with you will really help you. What I'm coming to share with you is very, very important. It will really help you. This is what has helped me over the years. Yes. If, if we've done well as a ministry, and if, if, we've, if I have done well as a person, it's because of this particular thing that I'm going to talk about. So, when God told me to share with you on this, I realized that it's a very important thing for all of us, considering where we find ourselves, the environment in which we find ourselves. It's like we find ourselves in a place where things does not work in a certain way. Do you agree? It's like uh, not much. It's, you don't expect much. You don't expect to see much. You don't expect to have much. You don't feel as though you can make it. Motorbike, a motorbike is enough for the whole family. Today I saw, I think I saw about six people on one bike. Was it six? About six people on one bike. I mean, it's a blessing. So you may think that um, you may have a certain mindset. Yeah. But I've been poor before. I've been very, very poor before. Yes. I've been very, very poor before. But by God's grace, I'm not poor today. By God's grace, I'm not poor. Now, what can you do? I'm not just talking about money. But what can you do to have a beautiful life? To have a wonderful life? To have a life that makes meaning? If life is all about um, giving birth, your children growing up, those children going to school, um, getting good jobs after the school, getting married to nice ladies, nice guys, giving birth to some more people, whilst you watch your grandchildren, and then they grow, you grow, and then you die, and then you go. If, if that is what life is all about, then there's a problem, isn't it? It means that even a goat is more important than you. I just ate some goat. And it's like it had purpose. It was, it had a very good purpose. It was, <laughs> it was being read to end up in a soup somewhere. For Pastor T to be able to enjoy. <laughs> Hallelujah. But do you know that a human body, a dead body, is not useful? Do you know a dead You can't chew a dead body. Or? Meaning that even a dead goat is, is more important than a, a dead body. If our life is all about just moving around, relating, having friends, and all of that, and then. We grow, 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 and then we die. Maybe you build a house or, or two. Maybe you get some properties here and there. And then, after some time, you look at your children and say, it is my time to go. And then you die and you go. Then what was your, what was, what was your purpose? Haven't you seen people exchanging homes? Houses have been exchanged. Do you understand what I'm saying? People have bought, someone spent his whole life building a certain house. When he died, his son sold it to somebody else. Yes. And built another one. Or even spent... I know someone who drank a whole hotel. He drank the 
a hotel. The father died, built a hotel, very powerful hotel. The hotel was running, everything was going on, and the father died and left the hotel for the boy. And the guy was addicted to drinking alcohol. He drank, he started, he started drinking the air conditions away. So he, he would take one air conditioner and go and put it at the beer bar. And then tell the guy that when it is finished, let me know. Then he'll be drinking, uh, then that one is ended. Then he'll bring another one, another one. He took all the air conditions in all the, about 40 rooms. Drank all of them away. After that, he drank the whole hotel away. Yes. So he drank the mattress, everything. So what was the use of the father's life? Did he just come to come and suffer through life and build a big hotel for his son to drink it away? Is that why he came on earth? No. See, if that is the reason, then there's a problem. Yes. That's a very, very big problem. So, there's a, a certain quality of life that God has designed for you to have. Okay? It's called eternal life. Wow. It brings meaning to existence. It brings meaning to existence. And that life is through Jesus Christ's son. When you get born again, when you receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and the personal Savior, you receive something called eternal life. And that life is the life of God. If you read in 1 John chapter 5, verse 11. Let me read 1 John 5 from verse 9 to you. Okay? I'm sharing concerning the spirit of faith. It's a very, very, it's a spirit. Okay? Uh, we know faith, but there's a spirit of faith that I came to impart to you. That's why I came come and pass that spirit to you. Okay? That influence to you. He says, if you receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. He says, if you... I don't know if you understand what he's saying. If you receive the witness of... For instance, you were told that your mother is your mother. You know some people grow up and then they realize that their mother is not their mother. And their father is not their father. Is it true? Have you seen some before? I know some people personally one young lady in our church was going to travel abroad. The father was abroad for many years. And they sent documents to come and pick her up to America. And they had to check her DNA to see if the father is her father. And when they did the paternity test, it was negative. They did it four in four different places. It was all negative. Then the man realized that this is not my daughter. And the daughter realized that this is not my father. Only the mother knew. And the girl was 22 years at that time. But the girl had grown up knowing that this is my mother. This is my father. They realized that she realized that this is not my father at all. 22 years. Meanwhile, she had been told that this is your father. She knew that this was the father. She even looked like the man. Yes. She saying daddy. Yes. She looked like the man. Yes, but it wasn't the man. Someone said that this is your father. So, she believed it. And she had had that in her mind for many, many, many years. She lived all her life with that man in mind as the father. But that was not the father. Why did she believe what she believed? Because she was told by another human being. Isn't it? But most of the things about you that you believe about yourself are things you were told. Someone mentioned it to you. Someone said you are not beautiful. Someone said your head is too big. (laughs) (laughs) But someone said it to you. 
So he's trying to let you know that, for instance, the chair you are sitting on, as is the church chair you are sitting on, for instance, nobody told you that the chair was stable. But you released your weight on the chair when you were sitting there. You didn't think, how many of you thought about the chair, whether the chair was good enough to carry your weight? Did you think about it? You sat because you've been told that this is a chair. It takes your weight. You just sit on it. You've seen other people also sitting. So you don't, it's not part of your thought processes that if I sit on this, something happen. You just release your weight on it with joy. Because a man said that you can sit on this thing called a chair and you'll be fine. So this scripture is saying that if you believe in what men have said, then what God says is greater. The difference between God and man is very, it's very wide, isn't it? Man can lie, but God cannot lie. So he says, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, it's far greater. For this is the witness of God. God has said something, okay, about his son. This is the witness of God which he has testified of his son. Next verse. He that believeth on the son of God, who is the son of God? Jesus Christ. He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He says, if you believe in Jesus Christ, it comes into you. That witness, what God has said concerning Jesus, comes into you. And you get to know what God has said concerning Jesus. Then he says, he that believeth not, God has made him a liar. Because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. He says, if you don't believe, you've made God a liar. Because you don't believe what he has said concerning his son. God has said something concerning his son. Jesus Christ. Next verse. Verse 11. He says, and this is the record. This is what God has said. That God has given to us something called eternal life. And this life is in his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when you believe in the son, you have this witness in you. And you have this life in you. Called eternal life. So, when you believe in Jesus Christ, you get something. It's not, it's not, um, it's not a religion. It's a life. Do you get it? So we, we don't preach Jesus because we want to add another religion to this world. No, they are, the world is full of religions. There are too many religions that have raped the world. Yes. Understand what I'm saying? Yes. It has destroyed people's lives. Religion. Thought people what to do to get to God. There are religions where you have to walk on coals of fire in order to be pleasing to God on, on a certain light. There are religions where you have to lash yourself you have to pay for your sin. You have to shave your hair. You have to do so many things just so that you can become close to God. But this one is not like that. He says that if you believe in the Son, He gives you something called eternal. He's not He's not trading eternal life. He's not trading religion. He's trading something called eternal life. So he says, Whosoever believeth in the Son has life in himself. Next verse. He that has the Son has life. If you have the Son, he says you have life. And he that has not the Son of God has not life. Next verse, verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. He says, if you've been born again, he wants you to know that you have something called eternal life. You didn't become born again for nothing. You became born again for something. He gave you something called eternal life. Now, there's a different, big difference between a, a chicken and a cow. Is it true? Very big difference. They are both animals, but their life is different. A cow does not walk on twos. But a chicken walks on two, isn't it? Yes. A chicken never urinates. But a cow urinates. 
Wow. So even though they are all animals, they are not the same type of animal because they don't have the same kind of life. In the same way, even though we are all human beings walking around on earth, there are those who have the life of God and there are those who don't have the life of God. Do you understand? When you become born, when you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you become a child of God. Having something called eternal life, which is the life of God. Which is, this is the life that makes God God. Can God fail? No. Why? Why can't God? It's like saying that, it's like saying that can, a, can, a, can a chicken urinate? A chicken cannot urinate. It does not urinate. Is it true? It can't. No matter how hard it tries. After even it maybe sees a goat urinating like, hey, this is things nice. Let me see how it feels like. And then it also starts trying to. I mean, you are lying. You can't. She can't. It can't urinate. It's not possible. Hallelujah. So God cannot. He does not fail. Because of the. It's not. It's, it's, it's not because of what any. It's because of what type of life he has. Is this is that life? It's a certain type of life. Uh-huh. That same life is what he gives to you when you become born again. So that life prevents you from failing. It's not possible. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So John was writing to people who were born again, but were still failing. And he was wondering what was going on with them. So he says, I'm writing these things to you so that you believe. I'm writing these things. These, are, these things that I've written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. These guys believed on the name of the Son of God. And he says, I want you to know that you have eternal life, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of god i'm writing to you so that you may know of a certainty that you have you are not the, you are different you are different from the other we are all carpenters but i'm a different type of carpenter we are all nurses but i'm a different type of nurse we are all students but i'm a different type of student we are all nurses but i'm a different type of nurse do you understand what i'm saying so the quality of life is not the same. We are all selling watches. But my, my, my watch selling is very different. Why? Because of the kind of life that you have. The quality of life that you have. So Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is a study. The reason why you need to read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Is so that you see how the life of God is. Jesus is the first prototype of the life of God in a human being. Yes, so he lets you see and shows you how that life functions. That's why we learn about Jesus. You understand? Yes, that's why we learn about Jesus. I mean, have you seen your father walking on water before? Jesus came walking on water. No, it's a very, very interesting, very strange thing. The Bible says they thought he was a ghost. He was a human being. They knew his mother. They knew where he was born. They knew everything about him. Yet they saw him walking on water. Ah, how come he's walking on water? And amazingly, the amazing thing is that when Peter said that, Lord, if it is you, bid me come. Tell me to come if it is you. And the Lord said, come. Jesus said, come. Peter also got out of the boat and started walking on water. Peter. He also got out of the boat and started walking on the water. Wow. Amazing. So we learn about Jesus to know about the kind of life we have. Jesus' is like, Jesus's life is like a manual to show you the kind of life that you have received. So that you know how to, how, what, what buttons to press 
Do you see? Why do we fast and pray? Jesus fasted and prayed and came back in the power of the Spirit. Before he walked the water, the Bible says he spent the whole night praying. And he came out of prayer. When he came out of prayer, that was the power he was exuding. Wow! wow. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So what we are not serving you a religion. We are serving you a particular life and showing you how that life functions. The various functions of the life. It's like getting a, getting a, a phone. You can, your, your father may have a, an iPhone 12 Pro Max. What's the new one now? iPhone what? We don't know. iPhone something. <laughs> but I think the, 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 the last latest one was iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yeah. 13 is coming. It's out now. Beautiful. It's amazing. With more cameras. With more, very soon the whole back of the phone will be full of cameras, isn't it? <laughs> Just imagine your father having one. All he would do is to receive calls. Isn't it? If he knows more, he will send text messages. After that, it's finished. That one's safe. Mostly he's making calls. And if he wants to make a call, he'll call you to come and help you help him make the call. Do you know BBT? It's called Bomb Before Technology. Hey, it's not easy. Hey, mommy, don't mind us, okay? Daddy, don't mind us. Hallelujah. The reason why we keep coming to church is to help us understand our functionality, how, how this life functions. Okay? How to live it. it. The Bible is called an instruction of righteousness. It instructs you concerning the righteousness of God that you have become. Okay? So tonight I'm sharing with you on one of the functionalities that we have. Or one of the abilities that we have. Through the born again experience. So that we can use this particular function to be able to search forward and go forward in life. Because there are, some people have been Christians for a long time, but they've not gone forward. It's very sad. It's very painful. They've not gone forward. They've not had much happening. Now, what I'm, irrespective of your location, wherever you stay, makes no difference. Location is not a problem. When Lot chose the green side, when Lot chose Sodom and Gomorrah, okay, because it was green, he saw the field. Very beautiful, very nice. He saw that the field was good for his cows and for himself. He chose that portion and left. And gave and left the, the dry portion for Abraham. Abraham did not complain because he knew what kind of life he had. He knew what type of association he had with God. So he was not worried. He, yeah, he, 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 he knew. What was happening? What was going on with him? So even though Lot chose the nice part, God told him, lift up your eyes. Wherever your eyes, as far as your eyes can see, there have I given unto you. Where Abraham was, was where the prosperity was. Yes. He knew. Please, you understand? So location makes no difference. Whether north or south, east or west, your development, your forward and, and upwards movement it's assured because of what you have and what you are, not because of your environment. You are the one who brings blessings to the environment. The blessing is not in the land. The blessing is in the person. 
Please, you understand? So, the spirit of faith. If you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, we are introduced to something very nice that will help us. A key that helps for you to develop as a child of God. If you are not born again, the first part that I just shared is for you. You need to be, if you are not born again, you don't have the life. Do you get it? If you are not born again, you know, that's, what, that's what we give. We give you the life of God. Okay? We give you what? The life of God. When you receive Jesus Christ, that's what you get. You get something. We are not asking to believe in, just believe in something. That does not exist. We are telling you to believe in something that brings you something called eternal life. That changes the quality of your life and gives you hope in life. Not only in this life, but also in the life that is to come. It's an amazing thing. So, you are born, the, your religion notwithstanding, all of us have come from various religions. Some of us have come from Muslim backgrounds. Some of us have come from uh, traditional whatever. Some of our fathers were fetish priests and all of that. Your grandfather was a linguist. My father was a, was a chief. Pouring libation and all of that. Yeah. We've all come from play. I'm a prince, actually. In my hometown, I go to Kemal. They will put me in a palanquin. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> okay, so your religious background notwithstanding, everybody in this world needs that life. What is the life of God? You need that relationship with God. And that's what we are preaching to you. Do you understand? That's what we announce to people. It's not another religion. It's a life that brings you into relationship with God. Religion is seeking God. Hmm? Jesus is God coming to you. Yes. Jesus is God coming to you. God at your doorstep. For you to enjoy. For your, for your good. For your benefit. And not you going to look for. But God coming to you. So now how does this life work? Let me show you in the Bible. Okay. Can you read this for me? If you can see it. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. One to go. So the spirit of faith works in this way. He says, I believe and therefore have I spoken. Have you seen it? That's how the spirit of faith works. Believing and what? Speaking. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now when you become born again, this is a tool that God gives to you. It's called the tool, the tool of faith. But it's a spirit. Okay? It's, it's an attitude. When we say something is a spirit, we mean an influence. Do you understand? It's like a, it's like air. Spirit is numa. The Greek word is numa. Air or wind. Whether you like it or not, the air blows. Isn't it? Yeah. The wind is always, it's everywhere. And it influences you whether you like it or not. Yeah. Unless you decide to create a vacuum for yourself. But it's, it's always there. I hope you get it. Uh -huh. What it means is that if you tap into it, you, if you flow with it, it will flow, you flow. You will get your results. If you don't flow with it, you will not get your results. It's like, it's like um, 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 forces. There's a force of gravity, isn't it? Whether you like it or not, gravity exists. You cannot say, oh, I don't believe in gravity. If you don't believe in gravity, stand on that tall story body and jump. And see if gravity works or not. You, I can't see gravity, so I don't believe in it. You, you are joking. Gravity exists whether you like it or not. It's there. Do you understand? So, the, 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 the spirit of faith is also a force that works. Okay? All you need to do is to flow with that force. Believe in the fact that it is there. And then tap into it. 
and then you see it working in your life as it's supposed to. Please, do you understand? How many of you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's like the law of floats or flotation. Yeah. Okay. It's these are laws that work, and faith is a law or is a force or is a spirit that works, and all you need to do is to buy into it. Okay. When we started, we were just few. Just like you were talking about. We are few, 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 few. Now, how does these things work? Do they, is it true? I wouldn't come all the way to come and lie to you. Do you understand? I wouldn't come all the way to come and lie to you. No, I won't. What, what will I get from that? Why would I lie to you? This is a principle that works. Okay? Tony, by works. It's part of the life. Yes, it works. I've seen my own mother put it to work. Yes. It's called the spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. Believing and speaking. Tell me about believing and speaking. Even people who are not born again use it. Because it's a force. That works. Have you heard of Oprah before? Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey uses this principle. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. They all use this principle. It's in the Bible. But Christians don't want to use it. They want God to surprise them. Lord, give me some. Surprise me, Lord. It doesn't work like that. God has given you the ability to speak. Our mouth was not given to us to eat ice cream. Yogurts. And beans. And what? Guinea fowls. No. Our mouth and what? Pork. That is very important. Pork is the meat of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Please, are you listening to me? God, this is very, very important. What I'm telling you, if you catch it there, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. You will be shocked. Okay? Hmm. Believing and speaking. Believing and speaking. Speaking and believing. Believing and speaking. That is how you even became born again. The born again experience cannot happen. There's nothing spiritual that can come to you without this particular principle. It's not possible. That's what the Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please God. It says that just shall live by faith. Without it you can't. It's not possible. It's not possible to live in the realm of the spirit without faith. It's not possible. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. Look at Second Corinthians five seven. That's the next chapter. So Second Corinthians five seven. This thing is very important. Like I said, your location notwithstanding, wherever you are, makes no difference. Hmm? I know people in America who are struggling. People in UK who are struggling. It's not. It's not. It's not. You are better off in the northern region, in Tamale, than they are. Yes. <laughs> to be honest with you, hallelujah. hallelujah. Because your location of standing, if you don't put this principle to work, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked that you are not having, you are not making much progress. You are not going forward. You are not having much happening. There's no hope. There's no, there's nothing happening. You're a young person, but you don't see much. You can't see the future. He says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by what? Faith. Yes. What is faith? I have believed. Therefore, have I spoken. I said that's how you even got born again. If you read in Colossians 2, verse 6. Look at Colossians 2, verse 6. He says, As ye therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. He 
He says, the way you receive Jesus, walk the same way in him. How did you receive Jesus? Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10. Look at it. Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10. But what's yet? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Have you seen it? The word of faith which we, which we preach. Next verse. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, you confess the Lordship of Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You believe with your heart concerning what Jesus has said, or what has happened to Jesus, and then you confess with your mouth, and then you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. The way someone is taken from hell into heaven is by believing and confessing. Can you imagine? If something as great as that is accomplished through believing, by someone saying, oh, I believe with my heart, and confessing with my I'm confessing with my mouth, that this is it. The person is transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Then what are you talking about? That is what you need. He says, so he says, just as you received Christ, so walk ye in him. Continue in the same way. How did you come in? You came in by believing and speaking. Continue the same way by believing and speaking. I see what I'm talking about. Hmm. I remember years ago. Do you know when someone says I've been poor before? Sometimes people shake me and they're like, ah, Pastor, you've not done anything in your life. Because my palms are very soft by God's grace. But it doesn't mean that I did it. I've not done some hard work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that. I don't know how come my palms didn't become hard. But all the fufu in the world, my father's house was a very big household. When they prepare, when they are preparing the fufu and they pour the cassava in the, uh, the plantain and you see the volume, just the sight may cause you to collapse. Yes. And nobody rescues you when you are pounding the fufu. There's no rescue. You are starting to end. I tell you. Yes. <laughs> nothing is coming for to rescue you. Nothing. I mean, nothing. When I left, when I finished school, there was nothing. I didn't have anything. All I had was God's word. Yes, nothing. Nothing. Zero, even negative, I tell you. Yes. There's no uncle anywhere who can give you 100,000 to do sort you out. There's nothing. When I realized that I didn't have anything, I decided to be very serious with God and with His Word. Yeah. Affliction, problems, challenges, health-wise, finance-wise, everything you can think of. I mean, there's no hope anywhere. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah there's nothing, no hope anywhere. Yeah. I was looking for a job. I was not getting. Another time, um, um, President Atamels, late, um, may so rest in peace, was the one who was president? He had given instructions concerning nobody being employed. He said nobody. Should be. This is 2000 and uh, he came in 2008, uh, 2009, right? 2009. So I finished my national service in 2009, and 2009 he said no employment for any government institution. That same year I got employment with government institution. Yes, without knowing anybody. I didn't know anybody. You don't have to know anybody in government. If you depend on those people, you have a problem. Yeah. I just told myself, I know God. And I know his word. So I said to myself, even though the president says there will not be any employment, I believe that I'll get employment in the same government institution. I believe that I said it for myself. And I kept saying it. Kept believing it. Kept saying it. Kept believing it. About five months later, 
I was employed in the government sector. Oh, it's like it's like you're not happy about my my testimony. Are you jealous of my testimony? Oh, Charlie. So no matter what who has said, what has God said to you? What is God saying to you? What do you believe can happen? Do you believe that this thing can happen? Yeah. If you believe it, say it for yourself. Don't be quiet. Don't be a quiet Christian. There are a lot of Christians who are quiet. Hmm, maybe it will happen. You never know. Hmm. If it is God's will, brother, it is God's will. You better align your will to his will. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That's the truth. God does not have any pleasure in your sickness and your suffering and your your poverty and your downness and your lack and your nose to the ground and it's like every time you have to beg everybody please oh please oh please those of us who are suffering oh please what is brothers that is not what jesus came to die for you want to eat chaos you come by you want to eat chaos you come by you may take your seat <laughs> brothers and sisters there's a way that God has provided through his son Jesus Christ believing and speaking it works like magic I tell you it works like magic yeah hallelujah, hallelujah. believing and speaking it's a force that works if you will tap into it you'll be surprised yes you'll be surprised Okay? There are, there, are, there are things you should joke with. There are things you should not joke with. This is one of the things you shouldn't joke with. What you say is what you get. What you believe is what you will get. If you believe that you, tra- you travel all around the world, you will travel all around the world. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. If you believe that you, whatever you are doing will work, you believe that your business can work, it will work for you. Yeah. The danger about faith is that sometimes even when it's not the will of God, it works. So he tells you to be careful. Like, when it comes to the matter of faith, he tells you to be careful. He tries to withhold you. First John chapter 2. Maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. First John chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. Do you understand what I'm saying? First John 2. Let me, let's read 14 so that we don't read too much, okay? Yes, I have written unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men because you are strong and the word of God abideth in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Have you seen it? Says, I write unto you young men because you are strong and the word of God abideth in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Next verse. Go, go back. Go to verse 13. Verse 13 lets you know. I want you to see about the young men. There are different classes of people in the house of God or in the, in the kingdom of God. They are babes. They are little children. They are young men and then they are fathers. So he was writing to all of them. I have I write unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you young men because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you little children because you have known the father. Have you seen it? So he says that the, the young men have overcome the wicked one. Who is the wicked one? Satan, right? Then he says, I write unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men because you are strong and the word of God abided in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Is, is it the same one we are reading? Now, this is 14. Okay, so now go to verse 15. Then he says to the young men, Love not the world, neither the th- because they have the word of God in them. Okay, and overcome the wicked one. They have a tendency of, 
using their faith for things that are not they don't even need. They, they, they have a tendency of using their faith for material things. So he says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Have you seen it? So he's trying to withhold them, prevent them from going the wrong way. Because the force of faith is so dangerous that whatever you desire and speak, it comes to you. It says yes. God will not say no. Can you imagine? If your faith says yes, God will not say no. God cannot say no. It's a force. Do you get it? Yeah, it's a force that is in play. And that's what I want you to understand. That's, that's the aspect I want you to understand. The fact that it works. And if you, you will believe in the fact that it works, it will work for you. No matter what level you are on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of course, I'm not saying go and stand tomorrow and say that I believe, in, I believe one million dollars will come to me. You've not believed for thousand cities. You want to believe for a million dollars. No, it doesn't work like that. It's, it's a process. It's gradual. From one level to the other. From one level to the other. You understand? Uh-huh. That's how we do it. Okay? Hmm. Do you like what I'm telling you? Look at Psalm 116 verse 10. Psalm 116 verse 10. I'm seeing giants in the, in the room, I tell you. You will do so much for the Lord. Margo, how is the church growing? How is your church growing? Believing and speaking. Yes. Making declarations. It's happened. This is going to happen. That is going to happen. This is going to happen. That is going to happen. We are going here. It's going to work. It's going to happen. That's that's it. Yeah. Sometimes people come to me, Pastor. How are you? How are you going on church? When I tell them, believe me, they feel like they feel I've gone to do some sacrifice. I'm not going to do any sacrifice anyway. I just believe and I speak. I believe in what God has said. And I just speak it. Please take your seats. Thank you. This is where the scripture came from. Paul picked the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, from Psalm 116, verse 10. David spoke it. He says, I believed, therefore have I spoken. Then he says, I was greatly afflicted. I was greatly afflicted. The way to come out of affliction is by believing and speaking. So if you feel sometimes then eh, our our natural birth is not fair to us. Nobody requested for the parents he or she has now. Nobody requested for the family he or she is born into. If you if it had been in your own power, you would have preferred to be born in Switzerland or in America. Do you know America? Or in England. Someone say England. In the Queen's Palace. But you were born somewhere. Hey. <laughs> so you can't, God knows that you can't do anything about that. Where you are born is not your responsibility. And it is not your doing, your own doing. No. Sometimes it looks as though we don't have a, a level playing ground. But makes no difference because God has brought his son Jesus Christ for all of humanity. If you receive his son, you are brought into his family. And the family of God is bigger than any family on earth. And he gives you tools that will help you climb up to where he wants you to be. And these are one of, this is one of the major tools. So wherever, maybe your, 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 where you were born has brought you a certain kind of affliction. Sometimes when you are born, your family can have some line of illness. There are families that have a certain kind of illness. They have a certain kind of 
a problem. Hypertension. Some people get mad when they turn 53. Like when you turn 53. That, yes, there are some families, when you turn 53, you go off. Yes, there are families, you don't get married. Yes. When you marry, you, you will marry. Nice wedding, everything. But remember that you'll be back after some five, ten years. As you are going, they'll tell you, I'll be back. You'll be back. Homecoming, you'll come back. Wow. wow. But then when you become born again, you are brought into the family of God. Hmm? John said that as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons and daughters of God. Children who are not born of blood. When you become born again, you are no more born of blood. Nor of a man's will. It's not your father's will or mother's will anymore. Now you are born of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're on a different platform altogether. And he's showing you what you can use to push you up. And 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 push you up. I believe. Therefore have I spoken. He says, I was. He didn't say, I am greatly. I was greatly afflicted. When I was afflicted, this is what I used to come out of the affliction. Look at Psalm 119, verse 67 and 68. Psalm 119, verse 67. How does affliction come? David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Affliction comes because people go astray from God. Do you see? People go, when people go astray from God, affliction comes. Sometimes you are born into a family that have gone astray from God. So the suffering starts at, at birth. Then he says, but now have I kept thy word. The word of God is what will bring you out of affliction. What do you do with the word of God? The word of God is meant for two things. Believing and speaking. The reason for the word of God is for our believing and our speaking. That's the truth. That's why it is there. The word of God that we have, the Bible that we have is for that purpose. For us to believe in what God has said. And speak what God has said for ourselves. So that we can come out of affliction. Look at the next verse. It says, thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. Teach me your word. When he kept his word, he realized that God was good. It's not that God is not good. God is good. Only that you are not seeing because you have not believed in his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, you understand what I'm saying? I believed. Therefore, have I spoken. Yeah. It's very important. The reason for the word is so that you can speak it. That's why he's giving it to you. It's not just for reading and keeping. You read, you believe it, you speak it for yourself. Hallelujah. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13. Verse 5. Do you like what I'm saying to you? So I came to come and tell you about this particular force. For you to start tapping into it. I've never bought a car before. In my life. I've never bought a car. Since I was born. I've never bought a car. But I have dashed three cars. Yes, I have dashed, I've given out three cars. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. I've never bought one. Yes. I've had five cars. And I've not bought even one. I've believed. Therefore have I spoken. Years ago I said I'll never buy a car. I'll never buy a car in my life. But I'll dash many cars. I said it not once, not twice. I said it so many times. Said it so many times. I'll be up, I'll bless people with cars. I'll bless and I'll, be, I'll bless people with houses. Yes. I'll dash houses to the glory of God. Yes. Wow. It's happening in my life. 
Am I different from you? What is different about me? I'm sweating like you are sweating. I will be like you will be. My wee wee color is not different from yours. Mine is not Coca Cola. No, it's the same. <laughs> it's not Alewa wee wee. I hope you understand. The word of God works. Yeah. I never failed in school. I never had a trail. Can you imagine? Yes. I did chemistry, yes. Who, who said chemistry? I read chemistry. My first degree was pure chemistry. And my second degree was MBA. So from science background, I jumped into business. And I didn't feel accounting, economics. Uh, all, yes, I ran away from science to business. <laughs> and yet I didn't fail. Because when I opened my book, I start talking to myself. Oh, this course, we are blowing it. We blow it, car. We blow it, car. To the glory of God. Yes. We blow to the glory of God. Yes. We spoil them for Jesus. My life is a sign and a wonder. Just like, just like Daniel, I am tested and I'm found ten times better than my mates. Yes. That's what I was saying for myself. So I never failed in school. Because I got these things way before I went to university. Way before I went to university. Yeah. Hallelujah. It works. I've said to myself, I've said to myself, I'll never lie on any hospital bed. There's no hospital bed in this country or in this whole world that can contain me. Am I boasting? No, I'm saying what God has said concerning me. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So there's no hospital bed that can contain me. Yes, my back is not for any hospital bed. No. Not for any hospital. I'll stay in health. Walk in health. Do you know? Do you know why I like preaching? I like preaching because I get the opportunity to conf- to make confessions. Yes, that's why I like preaching. Yes, sometimes I can organize a one week meeting. I just want to make confessions. That's why I'm organizing the meeting, <laughs> so that I can I can be making confessions. Yeah, it's very important to help your own self. Yeah. Hallelujah. So don't be a quiet Christian. You are so quiet. Mimpeme want same type of Christian. I don't want any problems. Never talking. You are quiet. How are you? Oh, we are managing. I will never manage in my life. I always have more than enough to be a blessing to others. Yeah. To be a blessing to others. Please, are you understand what I'm saying? So stop thinking. Stop, stop even thinking about yourself. Start thinking about helping others. Yes, helping others. There was a young lady who was supposed to go to school. A number of them who were supposed to go to school, but they couldn't go. Their parents don't have. Just don't, people went to school last week, right? Uh, today's what? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, so secondary school people went to school last week. SHS. There were a number of them who couldn't go. Because of school fees, no whatever. They said right now there's no school fees. It's, uh, they can't buy the things. They can't do all of those things. And they came to me and said, oh, why not? Let's do it for them. We did it for so many of them. So that they can be, they can be able to go to and have a future. And we are not going to do it once or twice. We'll do it so many times to help them be able to finish. Being a blessing to others. Yeah. Yeah, I paid his school fees. Can you imagine? I paid his university school fees. Yes. That was a long time ago. So start thinking about others. Please sit down. The reason why I'm sharing these things with you, eh? 
It's so that you become you can become so strong and so powerful that others can depend on you. Do you see? If you feel what I'm saying is not is not even good for you, don't worry. Use it for yourself so that it can you can become big enough to help others. Because there are so many people who are suffering. And so many people who don't have the opportunity to hear what you're hearing now. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So don't decide to be big for yourself. You decide to be big for others. So that you can help others. Okay? Yes. Very, that's why we talk about these things in the house of God. So that you can become very big, very influential to be able to be a blessing. God blessed Abraham to be a blessing. That's the aim of the blessing that you have. To be a blessing to others. What is the joy in you ha- not having, lacking so much that you can't help anybody? Like when someone asks you, oh, hmm, me too, I don't have hope. You know, when someone asks you, you should be able to supply. Recently, I had so much coming in. You know, God blessed me with a lot of money. And I started giving to others. When my account hits, goes beyond a certain point, I know that it's not for me. It's for other people. You see? Uh-huh. But my account goes beyond a certain limit. I know that the rest of the money is not mine. It's for other people that that's found this up to me. God knows I'll give it to them. So I start looking for a need to be able to help them. That's, that's how I live. I don't need much. I don't buy food. All that I'm wearing is a gift. I don't buy clothing. I don't buy food. I don't buy anything. I'm looking very nice. I don't buy, I don't buy a lot of things. Someone sold 23 of this for me. One, two, three, 23. Be blessed. I didn't ask for it. I didn't beg for it. This is when I even think about something, it starts coming to me. Yes, when I start thinking about it, I like this thing, it starts coming to me. Yes. Because of what I'm because of what I'm telling you. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It works. It works like magic. It works like magic. Do you know that someone, God can bring someone who two million dollars for free? Do, do you know? Yeah. It's not too big for God. But the problem is, what will you do with it when it comes? Do you get it? That is where the problem, that is the question. Mm. So if you're able to answer that question, then you can, you can have some things happening. If I should get the million dollars right now, it will get finished. Yes. It will get finished. I have too many things to do. Yes. Hallelujah. You see, I'm not boasting to you. I'm not being braggadocious. I'm just sharing the word of God with you. And what it has done in my own life. Okay? It has blessed me. Yeah. Because I believe something. I believe that I am like the ocean. Years ago, someone took some money from me. When we lost it, I was asking God, Ah, God, why? I thought we wanted to do this, this, this. God said, can you steal water from the ocean? Can you steal water from the ocean? Who will suffer? The one stealing is the one who will suffer. Not the ocean. It's always raining in the ocean. It's always raining in the ocean. Always. No. Always. Hallelujah. So when I'm giving, I don't think about it much. Like, oh, what's, what's going to happen? Maybe I'll, I'm losing. No, I'm not losing. More is going to come to me. I'll never go down in my life. It's not possible. Hallelujah. The spirit of faith. Say the spirit of faith. Do you believe what I'm telling you? Yes. I said it works like magic. It works. Okay? 
Depend on God and his word. It shows you. In this place, it shows you why he gives you the word. He says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content to such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So he tells you what God has said. He says, God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that you may boldly He's showing you why he gave you the word of God. He gives you the Bible so that you may boldly say. Not so that you just read. So that you may boldly say. The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. The Lord is my helper. I will never fear what man shall do unto me. Yeah. It's so important. What you are saying. What are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, me, I don't know if anything good will happen to me. Hey! Never say that. I don't know my, my family because of my family. Family? Which family are you talking about? Are you talking about the family in heaven and in earth? Which one are you talking about? Which one are you talking about? I'm from the family of God. Whatever I touch turns to gold. I'm blessed. And I'm a blesser. I'm blessed. And I'm a blesser. Yeah. If you go to Dubai. I've been to Dubai by God's grace. Dubai is hotter than Tamale. Maybe five times hotter. Because the wind does not even blow. Yes. It's, very, it's a desert. It's a desert, desert. We have proper sand here. We can plant for it to grow. They can't plant anything. All their flowers are artificial. You can't plant. It's hot, 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 hot. As at 1990, there was nothing there. Right now, everything is there. Everybody is going there. Over 90 million people pass through Dubai every year. Yes, over 90 million. Why? Because one sheikh decided that we believe. Let's speak. We can do it. It can be done. Let's do it. We, we go do them. It can happen. Let's do it. People will come. They will come from wherever they are. Let's invest here. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's. It's happening. They have a, it's working. It's working. That's why I say it's not it's, even religious lines. It doesn't even matter. It's a, it's a spirit that works. It's a principle that works. One of one of my one of my 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 the people who helped me in church was talking about her brother just about two days ago to me. The brother does not believe in God much, but he uses the the, the spirit of faith. He will just be talking. Recently, he was going to do a program and he needed about $200,000 for it. And he didn't have it. But he was organizing the program anyways. And he was saying that, oh, the money will come. The money will come. The money will come. But after a month, the money came. And he did the program. And he got his profit. Yes. And returned the money back. Yeah. Yes. I have Christians quiet. I don't know if, I don't know if this will even work. Why? Don't talk like that. Yes. Don't talk like that. Don't talk like that. Or else you deny yourself for many, 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 many years. And you will blame a lot of people for it. Yes. You start blaming God. You shall have what you say. Yes. Yes. Whether good or bad, whatever you say, you shall have. Yes. That's what I'll do. Numbers chapter 13. Let's read Numbers 13 into Numbers 14. Numbers 13, 26. Are you glad you came for the meeting? Are you taking something away? I always want God's children to go away with something practical that they can use for themselves. Yeah. I don't want to do I see. And then you go away, you don't know what has happened. Like what happened? Just say
and then we go home, and then it's finished. You just came to sweat and go away. No. You must go home with something that you can use practically for yourself. No matter what level you are on, if you use these things there, it will work for you. I like talking about it because it works for me. And it's worked for so many. Listen, there's a young man in our church. Eh? There are a number of them, but this particular story is always remarkable. The first time he gave any money to me was five cities. This is 2013. He gave me five cities as a seed. That was his first seed to me. Five cities. This same five cities we are using. And he said, Pastor, I believe that one day I'll buy you a car. He bought me a car three years ago. Wow. Worth 150,000 cities. Yes. He doesn't joke with this principle that I'm talking to you about. Pastor will do it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Pa- Pastor, I believe it. I believe it's going to happen. I'm trying to do this and do this. I tell him, tell him, do it. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's okay, Pastor. I believe it. I'm going to, it's, going to, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Last year, he made over a million dollars. During COVID time. During COVID time. In, right here in Ghana, where else? He doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. This is where the money is. Oh, do you know the money is in Ghana? Don't sit in Tamale and complain. Oh, I tell you, <laughs> it's, it's true. The sun alone is money. If you sit, that's the problem. The reason why people can't see is because they are complaining. They talk too much. There's nothing good here. There's nothing. There's nothing. You are like these people in the Bible, and I came to show it to you so that you will not follow these people. He says, and they went and came. To Moses and to Aaron. Moses sent 12 spies to go and spy out the land of Canaan. He went and came back. This is what happened. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Next verse. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. So they came to show him of the fruit that God, what God said is actually true. Next verse. Nevertheless, however, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Next verse. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The children of Anak are the giants. Since the Amalekites dwell in the land of the uh, of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea. And by the coast of Jordan. Next verse. And Caleb still the people. So Caleb was saying, it's okay, keep quiet. Stop shouting before Moses. And said, let us go up at once. And possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But then listen to what the others said. Next verse. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. Meanwhile, God has said that go and take over the land. You can take over the land. They said, no, the people are stronger than us. Because of what they were seeing, they allowed what they were seeing to inform them. If you look at your mother, you look at your father, you look at your family, you look at everybody, and then you make a decision about yourself. Where am I going? There's no future for me. There's no future for me. Hmm. Nothing good will happen for me. You are joking. Speak, speak life. Speak the word of God. Say what God has said concerning you. Yeah, the path of the judge has a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. That is my life. I'm going higher and higher. 
Yeah. Brother, don't be diplomatic in the church. What we are saying is say something. Sister, don't sit down and be looking at us like that. Eh? You will fall out of the system. You'll be shocked. Yeah. You'll be shocked. Eh? Say to yourself, I will marry and stay in marriage for the rest of my life. I will have children. I will have... Yeah. You have to say these things for yourself. Oh. Yeah, you, do, you have to say that for yourself. Yeah. When I was getting mine, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a chair. I didn't have bed. I didn't have TV. I didn't have anything. But by the time I was marrying, all those things were there. Yes. Yes. I got married nine years ago. It's been nine years since I got married. And I've not struggled one like this in my marriage. Because I started, I started saying it before I even got in it. In it. I'll have a hitch-free marriage. A beautiful marriage. A wonderful marriage. A mind that will be a standard for others to emulate. To the glory of God. I'll have beautiful children. Yeah. So now let me tell you something. When we got married, four years after my, me getting married, there was no child. Three to four years. There's no child. But I had been saying it. We'll have children. We'll have children. We'll have children. We'll have many of them as much as we want. Because that's what the Bible has said. Yeah. So even when they were not coming, we were not fidgeting. Hey, is God going to do anything? We we're not crying. No. You're speaking for ourselves. By the time the fourth year was over, we had our baby in our hand. Yeah. And more are coming to the glory of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. So speak like, if you don't speak, I don't know. If me, my family, sometimes when they pass 30, then they, they, they are struggling for a husband. I don't know if that is what will happen for me. I, Pastor, I had a dream and I saw that somebody was, was, was tying my womb. And I, 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 I feel like I will never have a child. Hey! Hey! Don't say some. Don't say it. What has God said concerning your childbirth? He says, give birth, multiply. Be fruitful, multiply. Replenish the earth. That's what he has said. You don't say, oh, as for me, I don't know if my sperms are even working. What are you talking about? Don't say certain things for yourself. Speak life. Tell me about speak life. Employ the power of faith for yourself. Yeah. Employ the spirit of faith for yourself. Hallelujah. Sit down for a moment. And when you are speaking the word of God for yourself, listen, when you are speaking the word of God for yourself and it seems as though it's not going as you want it to, it's like it's not showing up. Don't give up. Don't say, ah, we've been saying these things, but nothing is happening. Don't give up. The Bible says that, that, listen, the Bible says that if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. You must fill your clouds with rain. Hmm? Through your words, fill your clouds with rain. Through the word of God. Just Speak into the clouds. When the date is full, it will empty itself for you. Yeah, that's what happens. When you put a bucket under a tap and you put it on, does the bucket get fill, filled in a, in, a, in a second? It takes time, isn't it? It takes time. So when you're speaking and nothing is happening, don't be afraid. Don't say, oh, we've been saying these things, <laughs> this preaching, we have heard it uh, every time they say this, they say, don't, don't say those things. Yes, those who through faith and patience obtain the promises. 
There's something called patience. It's added to it. Don't remove that away. Do you understand? Yeah. Listen. In two, we set out to build a three thousand seater in two thousand and um, seventeen. Two thousand seventeen, latter part of two thousand seventeen. That was when we started seeing it. I was saying, I said it earlier, and it was it was happening. We were on the brink of doing it, and there were so many challenges, so many problems. But I never once said that let's abandon this project. Maybe it's not what God wants us to do. I knew that this was what we are supposed to do. Yeah. And we're pushing for it. We're pushing for it. There was no money for it. As of January, there was nothing for it. By December, even November, it was roofed. We're inside for a camp. Yeah. yeah. Speaking. And it was lockdown, corona, whatever. In the midst of that, and bought other things, other lands in other places, other projects. You dare be quiet. Hey. Tell me, but you've been quiet for too long. Her closed mouth is her closed destiny. It's true. It is the truth. When we were plenty challenges here and there, some of our pastors were arrested. This, this, this. We didn't stop talking. When we came back, we said, It's going to happen. This project is happening. It's going to happen to the glory of God. Yeah. It has happened. Let me, let me tell you one of the things that is going to be happening to us. In the next few years, in the next seven years, we'll start building a 30,000 seater. Do you believe it? That's after building your 2,000 seater and 3,000 seater and all of those things. Yes. You'll just be watching before I realize that's happened. Hallelujah. He says, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, they were saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. Since the land eats up the inhabitants, it was not true. We were lying. There were other human beings there. So why, why is the land not eating them up? And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our, listen to it, this is, and we were in our own sights as grasshoppers. And so were we in their sights. How you are seeing yourself is how they will also see you. If you see yourself as nothing, nobody will see you as something. Do you understand? So, there are things you can joke with, but when it comes to these things, don't joke with them. Don't joke with God. Don't joke, because you are joking with your destiny. Yes, you are joking with your life. If you don't talk, if you don't say anything, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. I always say, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. You don't know my home. You don't know my family. If you knew my home and you knew my you may not even believe in me. <laughs> yeah. You wonder, why, why should we follow this guy? Because what I'm doing is not from my home. It's not from my family. It's from God. That's why you're following. It's not of man. It's of God. If my family people are wondering, they are surprised. Where do I, how, did you know, how did you know these things? Where did you find them? Yeah, Because they see it working for me. And they are also following. And it's working for them. My younger brother. How many of you have heard of poker? Poker arts. Poker is my younger brother. He's the one who comes right after me. Now, he, he left school 2013. He has not lacked a job. He has been working from 2013 to date. He has not, he's a freelancer. He has employed people. He's freelance. He's, he always has work. He always has money. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because when I was learning these principles, he was sitting by me and I was sharing them with him. 
and he picked them up. I'll never lack a job. Yeah, he's been saying it all the time. All the time. All the t- he's a freelancer. He's crossed borders. He's crossed the country to America, to UK, to Nigeria. He's known more in Nigeria even in, than in Ghana. Nigerians think that he's a Nigerian. He's not a Nigerian. He's a Ghanaian. He's sitting in my house right now. You mean? <laughs> yes. Doing his work. Yeah. If you don't talk in. Don't ask questions. Don't, don't, don't worry yourself too much. It, it works so much that even when you are doing something outside the will of God, Christ will still work. <laughs> Do you know, that is the danger. That is the danger about it. So don't talk, don't ask questions too much. God is what I'm doing from you. Is what I'm, just put your faith to work. Just tap into the key of the spirit of faith. He says, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. Go down, go to we are in chapter 14 now. Go to verse 6. Verse 6. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. Okay? They were not happy. They said so many things. But go down to verse 28. Go to verse 28. Now come back up. 28. This is what God said to them. He says, And say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. They said, We can't possess the land. So he says, As you have spoken to, my, to me in my ears, that's what, we, that's what you get. What you say is what you get. Yes. Say it again. Yes. Hallelujah. Listen, brothers and sisters. <laughs> As you have spoken in my ears, so will I do. Yes. So will I do unto you. As you have said. So if you keep saying, my life is nothing. There is nothing in Tamale. What are you talking about? How can I prosper here? If you don't go to Accra, nothing will happen. I was in Accra. I was born and bred in Accra. God told me, get out of Accra. God took me out of Accra. I just went back to Accra this year. I've been out of Accra since 2004. Yes. I went to university at Tech. After God told me, stay. I've stayed there all these years. It's now that God says go. And I'm not going back as a papa. I'm not going back as a papa. From Kumase, where people say, oh, there's nothing here, whatever, whatever. I prospered. Right? They should say whatever they want. That, what they want to say, they should say what they want to say. I will not say what they are saying. It is their problem. Remember that a crocodile, a, a, a lizard in Ghana will not become a crocodile in America. You will not change to become a crocodile. Yes. Always remember that. If you are saying bad things and you get to America, you will still not... Sometimes, I don't know if I should tell you some stories. Listen. Let me tell you a story. True story. Five brothers. One of them started prospering and sent all the four abroad to America. After 35 years of staying in America, they are criticizing their brother for taking them to America. Because they say that he took them to America for them to to become poor. And he stayed in Ghana to become rich. Have you seen it? True story. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you a true story. They've stayed in America and have become poor because of what they see and what they believe. Yes. Always expecting somebody to come and help them. So brothers and sisters, your location notwithstanding, what you need to do, believe and speak. Believe the word of God concerning your life and speak it. We are going forward. We are advancing. 
I cannot be poor in my life. I cannot be sick in my life. I dwell in health. Cancer cannot dwell in my body. Say it like you mean it. Cancer cannot dwell in my body. I live in health all the days of my life. I'm going up. Higher and higher. Every day of my life. I'm getting bigger. And stronger. And greater. Every single day. I'm becoming more influential. To the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Rise upon your feet and thank God for what he has shared with you. Thank God for what he has shared with you. In two minutes. Hola hadadabai. Mandolohu. Balaba. Maraba. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit of God. Shadabaya. Father, we give you glory. Now, listen to me. In the next two minutes, I want you to say something good into your own life. Say something concerning your life, concerning your business, concerning your ministry, concerning every single aspect of your life, your health, your business, your school, every, your children, your parents, your wife, your husband. Say something. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and bounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.